And a good Saturday morning to you. I can tell you Andy is taking the day off today, as we've been telling you. Our friend Jesse Treble from uh, Safe Basements is joining us this hour. And, uh, Jesse, good morning, first of all. Good to, good to hear from you. Yeah, good morning, Denny. It's good to be here. Well, I, I your, like your visit here is pretty timely. I'm looking right now at the uh, forecast from the National Weather Service, and it's entirely in red right through Tuesday night. And what that's telling us is a flood warning. And I want to ask you, first of all, because uh, we, we've talked about safe basements many times in the past, are you uh, with your company? By the way, this is a local, uh, what we like to call a CCO land company, uh, still family run. And uh, what, first of all, what do safe basements do? T- tell us the, the whole spectrum of, of uh, your work. Well, uh, we fix basements. And um, we've kind of got a long legacy of doing that. My parents, Paul and Queen Treble, started in the 70s waterproofing and fixing basements and uh, I grew up doing it myself and in the early 90s my wonderful wife Lori and I started our own business and uh, kept that legacy going and now we've got our two boys are in the business carrying that on so we've got three generations of fixing basements here at Safe Basements. That's pretty neat but you do more than, than fixing wet basements don't you? We do. We do structural repairs also and uh, so if you have a house that's sinking or settling, we have our, our patented peer process to lift it, get it level, and make sure it never sinks again. Uh, we fix bowing walls. We have a, a bunch of repairs for that, our patented wall anchor system and carbon fiber and uh, whaler systems. So we have a lot of tools in our toolbox to make sure we fix your specific problem the way it needs to be done. Well, we want to hear about your problems as a listener. If you want to call in or text Jesse, either way, just one number to remember, 651-461-9226. Again, if you're just joining us, Jesse Treble from Safe Basements, uh, answering our listener questions uh, this particular hour. Jesse, are you getting, is your company getting a lot of calls about wet basements? I and mean, we're hearing the, the, this flooding in various parts. I mean, I have a list of all these rivers uh, from the National Weather Service. What, what about homes? Are you getting a lot of calls about that? We are getting a lot of calls. I mean, it's just crazy. It's funny how, you know, even it's it's kind of like we have February weather here today. It's snowing. Yeah. Uh, but even with this cold weather, uh, all the flooding is definitely having an impact. People's pumps are running like crazy. And, uh, you know, in January and February, we, you know, we still get calls. But all of a sudden, it's like three times as many. So it's it's well, and it's good too because we're we're just getting through two years of drought. So we're yeah. kind of getting our water table back, which is going to help things out if we can get through this flooding stage. What what is the procedure? I, I just generally speaking, I know every house is different. But if you uh, a customer calls up and say, "I got a wet basement, come over, help me." What what uh, what's the first thing or one of the first things uh, to be done? Well, first thing, we, we send consultants over, and we call them consultants because we're here to educate and help you make the best decision for your home. And so all of our guys have been with us for many years. We just had an awards ceremony here, and I couldn't believe how many people hit five years, 10 years, 15 years, and we have people that have been here over 20 years. It's a good so sign. depth of experience, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, and it kind of reminds me, you know, speaking of, of how do you fix a wet basement is just how we chose the name safe basements. And it was years ago, I went to the U of M to learn about radon and I wanted to add that to our list of services. 
And the professor there said that everybody who waterproofs proofs basements is a criminal. He said that uh, you guys dry up the basement and then kill the inhabitants with radon. And I took that to heart because I thought, geez, we take a lot of pride in doing really good work for people. And I went home and went to the drawing board and figured out a, a line of products that would work in conjunction with radon mitigation. And that's why we changed our name to Safe Basement. So we didn't want to solve one problem and create another issue. And we certainly didn't want to make people's homes uh, un, uninhabitable. So even today, industry standard is to leave an open groove around the perimeter of the basement and allow radon and mold and stuff to free flow in. We're the only ones that manufacture our own patented product line that works in conjunction with radon mitigation. So we're very proud of that. Well, I know I've worked with safe basements at our house, personally speaking, a few times. And I want to talk eventually, and maybe we'll get some questions about crawl spaces as well. But explain, if you will, Jesse, that I love if if I if a if a cover for a sump pump is can be beautiful. This is. It's almost looks space age in a way, and that's pretty proprietary. I know it is. But explain it on the radio here, what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So uh, those are cool covers. We can put them down right over your existing sump basket. And basically, radon and mold and just soil smells and moisture smells, all that stuff comes out of the soil. So any openings you have to the dirt in your basement, like an open sump pit, even a sump pit with a lid, but it's not any openings you have to the dirt in your basement, like an open sump pit, even a sump pit with a lid, but it's not sealed, you have the opportunity to allow radon in. And so we manufactured a, a lid that bolts right down to the floor and seals those radon gases. And that's what we put in your house. And they're fantastic, aren't they? And they're in Oh, they really too. are, yeah. And they have like a window. I mean, you can still see uh, if you want to look into uh, to the, the the pit itself. You know, it's still uh, still visible. And uh, yeah. oh yeah, and you and you guys did a great job with uh, with that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, encapsulating the uh, crawl space. Yeah, because yeah, that's... Uh, you had open dirt there, so we needed to seal that up. Yeah, and, and you guys did a great job. We'll talk about that, too, as we move through this morning. I want to invite our listeners, though, Jesse, to call in with any kind of a question. If it's about wet basements, if it's about radon, if it's about bowed walls, crawl spaces, whatever the case may be, we'd love to hear. We're, we're already getting those particular texts coming in right now. But uh, you can call if you want to talk with Jesse or if you can, just easier to send a text. Either way, 651 461 9226. We're with Jesse Treble from Safe Basements. Hang on, Jesse. We'll take this break. Be right back on the other side here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And again, good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our good friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, which reminds me, uh, Jesse Treble, who's filling in for Andy today, that uh, Lindus is offering 50% off that installation labor on those great GAF shingles and leaf guard gutter system. And uh, also, if you uh, get an, uh, an estimate, which is free, of course, on insulation, they're going to throw in that heat map analysis 
which is really a good thing. I had that done a few years ago. It really tells you a lot about your insulation or uh, lack of it. So uh, check that out. Uh, the easiest number to remember if you want to get in touch with Lindis is 844-9-LINDIS. And we'll get uh, Jesse Treble's number, too, uh, as we move through this hour. Jesse Treble is with Safe Basements, safebasements.com, if you want to check it out online. Um, as far as uh, foundations, you know, I, I, you and I have talked over the years, and I, I hear the term uh, bowed walls. First of all, how does a wall get bowed? What, what, what happens uh, to, to make that happen? You know, it's kind of a, a, a crazy thing. So when they first build the house and put the foundation in the ground, you know, they dig a hole, they pour the footings, build the walls, so forth and so on. And, and they put the dirt back in adjacent to that, that foundation wall. And over time, that dirt settles. And if people don't maintain good, proper drainage away from the house and uh, good gutters like the ones that uh, the good people at Lindis Construction provide, uh, what happens is the dirt follows or the, the water follows the path of least resistance, soaks that soil adjacent to the wall. The soil then expands and pushes the wall in. So a lot of people, when they get that horizontal crack and they see their wall is broken, their foundation wall, uh, they're worried about adding more weight up top. And actually, it's the right thing to do is is to get rid of your landscape stone or whatever's there and raise the soil up so that every drop of water that hits the ground there runs away from the house rather than soaking in alongside the wall. But what's cool is it's it's you don't have to replace that broken wall. We have really good repairs that are guaranteed for the life of the home and transferable to future owners that, you know, within, you know, one wall, maybe say a 24, 30 foot wall would be pretty average. We can do that in just a, a few hours with our patented wall anchor system. Really? A few hours? Priced. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it's not very intrusive. The guys, you know, that we have doing it have been doing it for many years. They're in and out. They, they install that wall anchor. It's guaranteed for life and it's very cost effective. You know, where it's really used a lot is, in real estate transactions where they have a home inspector in there and the, the folks can't get a loan for the house because they have a broken wall or we can sneak right in, get our wall anchors in or carbon fiber or whaler system and help that deal get done. And the whole, new homeowners don't have to worry because it's guaranteed for life. That's a pretty good deal. Really is. It's a good yeah, deal. Some, some, some compliments even coming in via text, Jesse, about safe basements. We'll get to those. Uh, texter says this though. Uh, would a weep hole near my sump pump stop all the gurgling sound when the pump shuts off? What's that about? If you have gurgling when your pump shuts off, it might mean that you either don't have a check valve or your check valve failed. And so what you want to do is is open the sump basket, get a flashlight, watch that pump cycle, and if you, when it shuts off, if you see a bunch of uh, water flowing back into the basket from underneath the sump pump, it means you need a new check valve. We can help you with that, or we could even talk you through the process if you wanted to fix it yourself. It's pretty easy. How do we get in touch? I mentioned safebasements.com, and we'll, we'll mention that a few times before uh, you leave us today. But it, there's a toll-free number as well if uh, folks want to get in touch, right? What is that? Yeah, it's one 800 Four three zero five eight five one, or go to safebasements.com. Yeah, we'll mention that eight hundred 
530-5851. Let me look at, we're getting more text questions coming in today. Uh, Oh, here's another one I figured we were going to get. Uh, where does safe basements work? We get this from Lindis all the time. What what is what areas do you serve? I guess is uh, easier put. Well, we pretty much cover all of Minnesota. We have a shop in Hastings, uh, in Litchfield, Minnesota, and then in Moorhead, Minnesota, um, and then we have our manufacturing facility is in Painesville, and we actually just opened a new shop in Des Moines, Iowa. Really. Yeah, so we cover a pretty large area. Yeah, and parts, well, certainly you cover parts of Wisconsin, I would assume, and even the Dakotas, I think, too. Yeah. We do. So, again, safebasements.com. Let's see what else we're getting uh, more here. (laughs) Um, Okay. My goodness, there's so many. Where do I start? Don't go away now. Uh, Pick a hard one, Denny. Oh no, this is this is this is one of those uh, positive things. Great guest today. I hired Safe Basements to repair my mother's townhome. She had slab on grade, no basement, two rooms. Began tilting toward the perimeter. Wow! Uh, Safe Basements came in quickly and permanently repaired it. Couldn't be happier with their work. Well, thank you. That was um, one of those uh, testaments, uh, you know, that we we didn't ask for, but certainly I'm, I'm sure you hear that uh, you hear that all the time. Now, what uh, I was going to ask you personally about um, new construction or old homes. I mean, do you get are there water issues even on newer newer constructed homes? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, we see it all the time where we're working on pretty new houses. We don't do a lot of new construction work. We're typically working in, you know, uh, homes that people live in. Uh, But it's funny, you still see homes being built in wet areas or uh, just really poor soil, especially around lakes. All the good lots on lakes were taken up, so they're building on kind of questionable soil. We see a lot of peering issues in that, that kind of situation. Uh, a text number is also the phone number, 651-461-9226. How about radon? You're getting a lot of calls about people concerned uh, with radon. Yeah, and I think everyone should be aware of it. It is the second leading cause of lung cancer. Um, you know, it's it's worth testing, and it's easy to test. You can go to a home store and buy those test kits for like $20, and they're super accurate. You know, follow the instructions. Otherwise, we have one full-time guy. That's all he does is install radon mitigation systems. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just to have a good, safe living environment, I think it's wise to check that out. Well, getting back, and I know we'll talk more about that, uh, getting back to crawl spaces, because I know we were concerned about the levels of radon uh, at our home. And uh, we've uh, since, you know, when Safe Basements came into the – it's amazing what areas, not only the sump pump, and that – is that true that that's a huge area of radon infiltration, that it can be? It really can be because typically a, a sump basket installed has a drain tile running around all through the dirt gathering. It's it's like a giant radon conduit pouring into one spot. So sealing that up is big. And open dirt crawl spaces are, are even worse than that because any opening to the soil has an uh, opportunity of of putting radon into your home. So even before testing, just people being aware of the fact that if you have spots that are open to dirt, try to seal it up or, 
you know, we're happy to help do that too. We do crawl space encapsulation, which seals that up. And, uh, you know, obviously our waterproofing system works in conjunction with radon mitigation. Yeah. Let's grab a phone call, Jesse. I think Angela's calling in from uh, Minneapolis. Angela, good morning. What is your question for Jesse? Hi there. Good morning. I have um, river rock surrounding my house, and I'm going to experiment with a section of of the perimeter of the house by removing the river rock and uh, going with some perennials or plantings of some sort. I, but I want to make sure to get that grade correct. Can you give me some pointers on what should I do with the earth after I get the rocks removed? Good yeah. Question. Good morning, Angela. That is a great question because that's really the time to do it. Um, yeah, so if you get rid of the river rock and then just take a look at it, and even using a long level, you should have uh, a so the soil you put in there to make sure you have good positive drainage, you have to keep in mind, it's going to compact and settle over the years. And so you want to make sure you get it up high enough to where um, you, you allow for some of that settling and you're still going to have good positive drainage. I believe, and I uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I, there's a, a amount of inches you have to be away from your siding. I think it's either six or eight is code. And um, you can push that a little just knowing that it's going to settle. Um, but just using a level in, you should have about a six inch drop in about four feet would be really pretty good. And then don't use plastic as a landscape, use a good landscape fabric that lets the soil breathe. Um, we find when I'm excavating around houses, wherever people have plastic underneath their rock, lets the soil breathe. Um, we find when I'm excavating around houses, wherever people have plastic underneath their rock and their, their whatever decorative stuff they have there, it's just mucky, wet soil all the way down to the footings. But where you mm. use really good landscapes fabric, it allows that br soil to breathe, but it also runs off the majority of the water when it comes out of the sky. Yeah, good and point. Yeah, don't use plastic. Good point. Yeah. Jesse, hang, hang on, uh, and a great question. Uh, we'll come back with more. If you have any kind of a uh, basement type of question, uh, bowed, uh, bowed walls, radon, you got odors of mold or mildew, things like that. Maybe you got, we're getting a, a couple of questions about sticking windows. Uh, we'll talk about that, too. We'll uh, take this break, have a look at that forecast here on a Saturday from News Talk A3OWCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our home improvement show. We're here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to our friends at Linda's Construction. Andy taking uh, the day off today in his stead is our friend uh, Jesse Treble from Safe Basements. You want to check them out, uh, get on the web, safebasements.com, or you can call them, too, if you need some help at uh, 800-430-5851. Jesse, we have a bunch of uh, text questions uh, to uh, to field here. To uh, keep you busy here, let's see, where are we? Where did I leave off? Here's one. Uh, Texture says, I have uh, an old asbestos tiles on my basement floor. The tiles in one area are starting to break apart. Do I need to retile the whole floor? I don't know if you get involved in that. You've probably seen floors like that, however. Yeah, we see them all the time. And um, 
it's it's kind of a touchy thing to deal with asbestos and there are professionals that that actually come in and remove it and unfortunately um you know first of all that that tile isn't that dangerous unless it gets crumpled or crushed up and then it can become airborne um but i've heard that there's actually asbestos in the glue they use to glue that down so it's it's worth talking to someone that does that for a living and that's not us good idea some other listener reminded me and i know we were going to get to it that they had uh, safe basements come out to lift their caving in sidewalks you guys do that too we do we uh we actually use uh high density foam it's structural foam and what's cool about it is it doesn't shrink you know when uh with traditional mud jacking they put a, a wet slurry under under your sidewalk and lift it but that can dry and uh, settle a little bit where this foam, when you inject it, it actually gets bigger and compresses the soil and lifts the sidewalk. It works really well. Well, I should know you guys uh, did that. It had a little corner. I wanted to be a little proactive because I started seeing a little uh, dent in the one corner of the walk. And uh, I can't remember the young man who came over. Did a great job. And the, what, what impressed me besides getting the job done right was you could hardly tell there was even a hole drilled. Pretty well yeah, camouflaged. Yeah. yeah, that was Justin. He's really good at that. He likes to, when he drills the hole, he takes the dust from the cement that he it, that he drilled through and mixes that in his own cement so it really matches well. He does a great job. Yeah, he really does. So that's something else that Safe Basements does, too, if you have a question about that. Uh, here's a listener question that says, the sump pump will start with seven inches of water in the basin, it shuts off at six inches of water, only expelled one inch of water. The float switch is internal in the pump. This cycle repeats every six minutes. Can the internal switch be modified to more inches of water is the question. Yes. So it depends on the type of pump they have. Um, some run on a float that turns off at a certain level and turns on at a certain level, but others are on a timer where when that float kicks on, it just runs for a certain amount of seconds. And there's a dial that you can turn and turn up the amount of seconds it runs. So now rather than shutting off at six inches, it would run longer and maybe shut off at three inches. Um, but they could certainly call in, and if they know what kind of sump pump they have, we can talk them through that process. As far as sump pumps, Jesse, uh, I would assume they've really improved and given you uh, much better options than 10, 20 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, when I think of the pumps we were using in the old days, it's just night and day difference. And, you know, it's a big project to make sure your basement never leaks again. And you want to make sure you have a good sump system with a good battery backup system. And now they, you know, they they have Wi-Fi modules. So it'll tell you on your phone, you know, when they're running, if there's a problem, whatever it might be. And if the power goes out, you know, our battery backup pumps will pump just as much as an electric primary pump. And they're just, like I say, it's a night and day difference. We use Pro Series. And they're fantastic. What about a battery backup? Uh, Andy and I, we're, we, we've talked about that, too. Is that a good idea if you uh, can afford it? Well, typically, the biggest chance of your power going out is during a thunderstorm, and that's when your pump is needed the most. That's true. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think it's a good idea, especially if, you know, it's different if you have, you know, you want a dry basement 
and but you have a drain in the middle and maybe if it leaks it's not that big a deal but if you have a finished basement i mean there's a lot of investment to go into having bedrooms down there and carpet and that kind of thing and you want to make 100 percent sure that you're not going to have a water issue if the power goes out so yes i think battery backup system is a must Another sump pump question. Uh, texter says, what can I do to keep the outside discharge pipe from the house to not freeze so when the sump pump goes off in the spring, the line isn't frozen? Yeah, we've had a strange uh, season or two, haven't we? We have, especially you know a couple weeks ago, it was up to 80 degrees. Yeah. And then now it's freezing again. I noticed when I left the house this morning, all the puddles were frozen. And, yep. Uh, uh, in my rain gauge, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't break the glass because that was fun. <laughs> ours, <from> did. <laughs> ours did. <laughs> I was did looking it really? at it uh, this past week. Yeah. Um, Dang. And again, um, it, it, it's, I don't know. How can you keep the discharge pipe from freezing? Well, those you know those black corrugated lines a lot of people use yeah. in the spring? They're kind of terrible because... You know, they, they fall into the all the low spots in the yard, and then those low spots, it holds water, and then it freezes, and then the pump turns on, and all it does is churn the water, and it can, you know, wreck your pump. The biggest thing to do is make sure that uh, your discharge is open. It has good pitch on it, and we always use a solid PVC pipe with pitch. So every time that warm water gets pumped out of the basket, it runs out of the pipe, there and you want to make sure the the end of the pipe isn't in a snowbank or something like that. So, just making sure that it's open, it's not going to hold water. You don't have a flexible hose on it is is great things to do. A lot of questions about uh, uh, some pumps uh, this morning. I guess not surprising. Uh, my question for Safe Basements Texter says is that I currently have two pumps with backups and alarm systems, etc that are good, uh, they are good about five years old or so, and I want to know how long they are expected to last. They're fairly expensive. Texter says, I got them from uh, you from Safe Basements, and they're doing well. But when do you think I need replacement or parts of that system? You know, especially that you have two. If one fails, you're going to know, and they have alarms on them. And I've seen... Even, you know, I was referring to those old pumps we used years and years ago. I've gone back to jobs my dad did, and that old Wayne sump pump is still in there working away at, after, you know, 25, 30 years. So I, I wouldn't get too itchy to replace them until they fail. And I see them all the time go over 10 years. Um, and these the Pro Series pumps you get from us, they have real bearings. Um, they're stainless steel and cast iron. Uh, they they use less amperage to pump more gallons. They're just super efficient. Um, you just can't beat them. I'm betting you could get well over 10, maybe 20 years out of them. Wow, good news. Safe Basements also does, con- here's another text, concrete lifting that we just spoke of. Uh, they lifted part of my concrete driveway a couple of years ago, and I no longer injure myself shoveling snow. That comes from Mike in St. Michael. Uh, this listener says uh, a radon question. I have a radon exhaust system installed about 15 years ago, but they still get readings of about 3.3. Their question is, does it help to install an air-to-air uh, heat exchanger in the basement to reduce those radon levels? What do you think about that, Jesse? It definitely does. Yes, absolutely. Um, because radon is it's evolving as it comes into your house. I think it has a a one hour cycle 
where it's constantly changing its form and he air exchangers um depending on how they're set will replace all your air before the radon becomes dangerous and you see levels go way down with air exchangers so yeah if your sub slab depressurization system isn't quite getting it done that's way down with air exchangers so yeah if your sub slab depressurization system isn't quite getting it done that's a really good option very good jesse we'll take a quick break here and uh, come back and answer some more uh, questions jesse treble filling in for uh, andy lindas today jesse with the uh, safe basements check them out safebasements.com 31 degrees now in the twin cities here on news talk 830 this is wcco Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Denny Long here, along with Jesse Treble from Safe Basements. Check them out, safebasements.com. Uh, Jesse, we have a bunch of uh, questions yet uh, remaining uh, to be answered. Uh, one is uh, about uh, the texter has sticking doors. What causes that and how do you fix it? Well, that can be um, a multitude of things. Um, the the thing we see a lot is with sticking doors and windows is it can be a foundation failure. And especially after a couple of years of really dry weather, a lot of times that the moisture content in the soil leaves the ground and the dirt your footings are sitting on shrinks. And then your house can sink into that gap. And it typically doesn't go all the same and the house just drops two inches and everything's level it usually leans and then it it breaks and it creates your your walls are no longer square because they're falling into that hole and your doors and windows which are square start sticking in the jams and the best way to diagnose this is we have technology where we can go into your house and do a site survey and basically get an elevation of the whole house and we do this for free and it gives us the ability to see if that is, in fact, the case. Sometimes it could be a, a framing or a, a, a carpentry issue, but typically it's a sign of something settling or leaning. And uh, having us diagnose that, it doesn't cost a thing, gives you a bunch of information. And uh, it's kind of like uh, the good people at Lindis Construction, when they go and do a heat map analysis of your house for insul- insulation estimates, it pays to get people with technology that are going to come and give you good good information, and that's what you're going to get with something like that. Yeah, it's, it's about better to make decisions then when you get there. And I'm glad you brought that up about Lindus because not only uh, can you save 50% on installation labor on uh, GAF shingles and those leaf guard gutters, but as Jesse mentioned, the heat map analysis, that's free. You If you're going to get a... Uh, Insulation estimate, uh, which is free too, uh, call Lindis, 8449-LINDIS, and you'll get that heat map analysis along with uh, – see what, you, what kind of insulation issues, if any, you have at your home. I know That's we're really cool just about – Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. After you. Oh, it, it's really cool technology because it saves you a bunch of money because you don't need to insulate in certain areas. And it tells you exactly where you need your insulation. So that's that's awesome stuff. No, I, we had uh, Lindis over the years do our uh, attic 
couple of different segments. And what a difference. And I, I say this during a lot of shows, but uh, we're getting kind of off on a tangent. But uh, if you need insulation, and Lindis will come out and tell you exactly what you do need or don't need, uh, it, it's amazing uh, what, what that's done over the years to my heating bill and cooling bill. I mean, oh, it, it like sure. it paid for itself, you know, in a, within a couple of years. Uh, here's an interesting one that I'm sure you hear from time to time, and I know we're limited for time. Uh, Texter has uh, has uh, water coming up through a basement floor. Why does that happen, and how do we prevent it? Uh, water always follows the path of least resistance and seeks the lowest level. And what's happening is, the as all this water is soaking into the ground the water table is rising and it's pushing up through the floor. And what's so important about um, basement waterproofing is just creating that path of least resistance. So we put a drain tile and all the way around the perimeter of that basement. And as the water table rises, that drain tile drains it off to the sump basket and pumps it out. And it's extremely important to dry out the soil below the floor. Uh, There's people that say they're, uh, if you put a drain tile in mud, you're going to clog up your drain tile, which is absolutely untrue because farmers put millions of miles of tile in fields every day or every year, and, and they work. So drying up that soil th- that your floor is sitting on is is what's going to give you a super dry basement. Very good. Uh, let's see. Oh, we're getting a bunch more here, and I know our time is limited. 22-year-old home with two sump pumps in the lower level. Neither one have ever been used. A listener says, how do I check to see if they're still in working order, or do they automatically need to be replaced? No, what I would do is is open them up, you know, take the lid off that basket, clean all the debris out of there, run a garden hose in it, make sure you have good power to it and the discharge line is open, and just see if it cycles. If the float goes up and it turns on and pumps water outside, you know they're good. Um, but without that, uh, you might get a big storm and you might need them and they don't work. It, it's a good idea just to check on them. And I don't, I don't believe in just automatically replacing things unless they're absolutely broken and need it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, boy, we're just about out of time. Um, you know what I think I want to do uh, instead of short uh, shortening any particular question or answer? Uh, let's talk uh, for about 30 seconds about safe bas- basements. For those folks that do need your help, Jesse, tell us a couple of ways uh, they can get in touch with you. Yeah, any calls that you guys feel free to call us anytime, and we're here to help. It's not all about selling people stuff. So like I said, we send a consultant over to look at your home and educate you and give you good options. Uh, everything is guaranteed, and the best way to reach us is 1-800-430-5851. That's 800-430-5851, or go to safebasements.com. And uh, I, I, I have to say again, uh, if you if you want to get that uh, uh, crawl space boost up, I mean, if I was really even shorter than I am, that could be a man cave after you guys <laughs> did that. It's yeah, all it's, nice it's, and white, it's and it's amazing. Yeah, it, yeah. it really is amazing. Well, Jesse, always a pleasure. Again, if you want to get in touch uh, with Safe Basements, if you want to get online, as I said, safebasements.com. But here again is, uh, Jesse, I want to give the toll-free number for folks that may have missed it. That's 800 430 
5851. Always a pleasure, Jesse. Thanks for your help this morning. Let's do this again. Thank you so much, Denny, and thanks to the good people at Lindis Construction. Very Absolutely. much appreciated. Very good. All thanks, right. Jesse. Take Jesse care. Treble from safebasements.com. It's going to be a cloudy day today, well below the average daytime high, near 43 today, um, near 46 tomorrow, and near 54 by Tuesday. Right now in the Twin Cities, light snow, little fog, little mist, northwest wind of 15, and uh, current temperature reading 31 degrees. Denny Long, thanking you for company. Thank you, Dennis Matus.